bitch. Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joser Jr., and with me is Shane Madrinich. How's it going, Shane? Good, 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 good. What's happening? Oh, not much. I um, refed the line going into the computer, so hopefully we don't get audio looping, but I'm not getting the same um, hot mic as I did when I was testing, so we might still get that stupid uh, volume loop that we've been getting. Sure. It's, okay. a, it's a little frustrating. I don't know how to fix it. So Yeah, that gets old. Yeah. So if anybody out there knows anything about this audio stuff, um, shoot shoot, shoot me or Shane a PM or text or whatever. Um, yeah, we don't know. I don't know why the volume's looping and all that other stuff. So, um, But we'll see if it works. We'll see if it doesn't. So, uh, Shane, you missed out on... Uh, one hell of a round at full throttle. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It's too bad. Um, unfortunately, I had to put in some some work that weekend. Oh yeah, we all all understand work and whatnot. So hold on one second here. Yeah, it hasn't been a good summer for doing dirt work. So of course that weekend was going to be nice out and had the opportunity to get some stuff done. And it's just the way it goes. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um. So, um, I was wondering about that. I'll ask you about that later, though, what the weather is doing up there. But uh, let's get into some FTR. I had a little bit of a frustrating weekend, but not too bad. Um, so, somehow, I made the B main off of one really bad qualifier and one okay qualifier. Um, it... So, first qualifier, really bad qualifier. There's no excuse for it. It's just I, I had a bad run. Second qualifier, I go out there with new buckshots. Um, and I blow a tire off the rim. And then I look at it. So, I've been trying out this um, Loctite glue that everybody's like, Oh, you got to get this stuff. This is as good as aka and it's cheaper and you can get it at menards sure Uh uh-uh never again (laughs) it's aka or nothing every everything's inferior i've tried everything else everything is inferior to aka glue uh yeah yeah i'll I'll use nothing but aka yeah It's, it's just not worth it I, I know you're sponsored by Proline, but all Proline guys use AKA, all JCon guys use AKA, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's so, but the, the bead blew off, but there, you know how, like, when a bead blows off, there's like glue you have to clean off the rim and the remnants of glue and all that. There's yep. nothing left. Wow. Yeah, nothing left at all. Oh, good bond there. Yeah. So, um, so second qualifier, I pulled off way early. 
Um, third qualifier, it was okay. Got in the B, started out the main okay, and then a stupid Kyosho problem happened. Um, the kingpin screw on the bottom fell out, and it pulled out the axle, and that was it in the uh, front. That's a bummer. It is, and I'm finally getting the car, well, I'm getting the car good, but uh, Kyle Holmberg's been feeding me the setup information. So the car is getting, in, like I totally changed the setup that round again, and sure. it's just so good. It is so good. So good. Uh, let's uh, go through the podium of the Truggy A-Main. Seth Van Dalen won it. Greg Bommel second. Sobchek third. Um, senior almost bumped up to the A. He was about a sweeper away from third place. He had a little bit of a rough start, but he came back. He was like, he was all the way down to 12th in the B of the Truggy. He came back up and got fourth in the B. I was pitting for him. Let's see here. Four-wheel sportsman A-Main. Um... The podium is Patrick Hoffman, Xander Johnson second, Brady Anderson third. So good job to those people. Yeah, a couple of young guys there coming up. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Brady's getting used to using a little bit of throttle control and uh, nitro buggy aiming. I had the pleasure of calling this race. I, I was just there anyways because I had to go do the podcast that was super close to Foley. I wasn't going to drive home f- 35 minutes to drive back 45 minutes, basically. Right. So I just stuck around. Um. So I called this main. Seth Van Dalen and Kyle Holmberg basically battled out the whole race. Um. It came down to a bad pit stop from Kyle Holmberg. He came in, pit, pits, not hot, but not, I won't say quick. Basically touched a border tube and ended up upside down in the entrance of pit road. Ah. And that gave Seth the breathing room he needed. I think he did that in the second pit stop. But Yeah, uh, that's not good. Yeah, Seth won that one. Kyle Holmberg second, Kendall Welch third. So awesome job to those guys. Um, let's see. Um, Pro Four. Bleh. That was uh, Sam Squatch, Sam Silva, cool one. Pro Four. Ross Judnick second. Joe Dirt third. And E Buggy. We'll look at those. Seth Van Dalen won it. Kyle Holmberg second, and Alan Smith third. So good job to those guys. I'll tell you what, so this was, uh, this, the track itself was a real pleasure to run on this time around. I forgot how much fun black dirt is. Um, oh, I see what's happening. The recording volume's, uh, automatically adjusting. Sorry. Ah, okay. Sorry. A little odd thing. So I'm going to watch that thing. <laughs> stupid uh 
stupid audacity. Everybody tells me to use something else. But anyways, so full throttle, it was black dirt. I haven't ran on black dirt basically since the last round of full throttle. And the 2016 layout, in my opinion, was insanely frustrating, if you remember last year's layout. Yep. Yeah, it was difficult for sure. Yeah. This year is just pure fun. So, oh, see, I went up there. There we go. It keeps automatically adjusting on me. Anyways, so that's a setting. Anyways, um, so, but the black dirt was somewhat easier on tires. It was a lot cleaner. And the layout was a ton of fun. A lot of big air. There was some technical sections, but it was a very, very raceable track. Um, everybody had a good time there. So that is awesome. Well, that's good, you know, and that's what that's what makes for a good race weekend anyway. You go there to have fun. Um, you know, a lot of guys go there to be competitive as well, but but fun is the end game. Yep. So let's see here. Next round's coming up in Duluth. Oh, the piece of crap's going up again. Next, sorry, next round's coming up in Duluth. Um, the weekend of September 15th, 16th, 17th. Does that sound right to you? That sounds about right. Yeah. So. Yeah, about a week and a half. Yeah, my car's almost ready. I got everything done. I'm just waiting on some new front C-hubs. Mine slopped out on me big time. Oof. Yeah, no big deal, though. And I am ordered up some buckshot tires, some more of them. I love them. So. In world. I don't know if they're going to replace hole shots, but I really liked them that round. So they were easy, or they were consistent and easy and fast to drive. Sure. So, all right. Yeah, that helps. So, yeah, everybody knows the Duluth track by now. Um, camping's available, electricity's available. I guess there's showers at the at the big car track, but I've never used them. Have you seen yeah, them there? I have, no, I have not seen them, nor have I, nor do I know if they're available. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Do you know if we'll have the horse barn this time if it does rain? Uh, that I'm unclear on too. We should talk to Gary just in case, because it has been rainy up there. But speaking of, they've, um, they, uh, I heard, uh, Hesh has been working on the track, changing the layout a little bit. Yep. So, uh, do you know what he's been doing? I don't know what he, what he's been doing. Um, I was up there earlier this afternoon and it's, it's getting pretty close to completion. Uh, I do know that the. The little trip, that little off-cambered triple that was after the big triple. Yep. Um, that's gone. Thank God. And <laughs> it looks like it's going to be, looks like it's going to be a, a hit the big triple land, and then there's um, there's a like a like a double. Okay. Um, that's that's right after it. It's not. I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call it a true double, but there's like a small jump and then a big jump right after it. 
I got you. Uh, so, so it kind of like kicks you up, and then you just land on the backside and keep going. Um, the way it's looking right now, looks like it's a little more open. Um, probably be a, a little bit more raceable, I would think. Okay. Um, that big jump in the back that wasn't supposed to be a jump but ended up being a jump. Yep. Uh, did he do anything with that? See, that's still there, but it looks different. I'm not sure what his intention is as far as as far as finishing the shape of it. Okay. Um, I do know that that little kicker jump that was the little hump that was be right before the corner table that's gone. Yep. Um, and I think I think we're just gonna have um, when you come in front of the scoring booth, you're gonna come onto the straightaway, and we got a full straight instead of having that little horseshoe. Oh, I got you. I got you. Um, so instead of having the, instead of having the two thirds of the straightaway, it'll be a full straightaway. Okay. Yeah, that sounds fun. Um, what else did I have for it? Oh, did you guys get um um un? Well, it was we we had surprise rain this afternoon, basically that didn't come up on any of the forecast deals. Yep. Yeah. That, that's no good. Yeah, we got it twice. Oh. Well, hopefully um they'll be able to finish it off and whatever. Yep. So um what else was I thinking? So tires, basically hole shots, reflexes, all that other stuff. Huge lights. Yep, yep, fugitive lights. So, all right. Um, would that be about it for the round preview? Do you want Do you want to say anything else about uh, the upcoming race in Duluth? No, I think you know this is this is what round technically round six, but it's only round number five of the yes of the series because the May May series got canceled. Correct. Um, you know, it should be good. Uh, it's always a great turnout. You know, I, I know the July race, we had a record turnout there. Sounds like down at, at uh, Full Throttle was another record turnout. So, Oh, it's a great you know, guys, turnout. You know, the guys need to keep coming. Um, let's keep supporting this series. And It's uh, also a gas it... truck round. Sorry to interrupt, but it's also a gas truck round. Yep, gas truck. Yep, those guys will be excited to run those. Oh, for sure. And then... Uh... Let's see here. What else do I have to add on to that? I don't really think. Oh, what are the dates for Chill on the Hill? Do you know Chill that? on the Hill is September 30th, October 1st. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so so the way the way that one works, it's three rounds on Saturday, a fourth round of qualifying on Sunday, and then we go into the mains. Yep. So, you know, that one's going to be Qual points, best two out of four. Okay. And then we'll do our typical mains. Gotcha. Um, let me see here. Uh, sorry, I was just looking at something real quick. Um, I was, so I would like to uh, give a huge shout-out to uh, Stefan Bedende and Aaron Wozleski and Stefan's wife, Amy. 
So we all know the hurricane deal hit down in Texas. So Stefan and Aaron loaded up a U-Haul and Stefan's Suburban with supplies and whatnot and drove it all down to Texas to donate. That's what he did over the Labor Day weekend. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Oh, I thought so for sure. I couldn't get a hold. Well, I could have brought supplies, but I was feeling lazy, so I just donated money. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That works as well. But it's awesome to too. see uh, a couple of people from the RC community, um, you know, donate their time and money like that. Yeah, that's totally awesome. Yeah. Um, what else do we got? 510 in Foley has new owners. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. The Beezies? Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Um, some say Beezy, some say Beezy, some say Beezy. I don't know which one's right. To be... <laughs> so sorry, guys. But uh, Conrad's dad, Steve, uh, ended up buying it from him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so there will be... It looks like the tentative early schedule is they're going to have a once-a-month race, like a series. So that's sure. pretty cool. Um, I forgot the dates. I don't know if they're Saturday or not, but I sure hope they are. Because non-Saturday racing sucks. I mean, Thursday up in your place is all right, but it works for you guys. Yep, right, it does. Here, for some reason, we have Friday and Sunday for club racing for everything. It's pretty, pretty lame. Um... So, yeah, so good luck to those guys. Um, I guess they're keeping the dirt and whatnot. And let's see here. Oh, big congratulations to you. Uh, you're a new M MNRC committee member. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited to, to participate in the committee. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's It's basically the same as normal, except you're going to get a little bit more crap thrown at you <laughs> <laughs> that's nothing new but you know what the, the moves you've been making around the state and whatnot have you thought about becoming because i know team associated is looking for a new regional manager yep have you put your name in the hat for that yet no i haven't put my name in the hat um I know there's been some recommendations given, and um, that get, that gets you know gets um, dealt with at a at a much higher level than you know the the local or regional level. Oh, for sure. Uh, BT's as far as those gotta, decisions. Yeah, doesn't um, uh, BT have to approve it? Yep, he does. Yeah, you know, to be honest, on the associated side of things, there's there's other people that are probably better qualified. Um, as far as the associated knowledge is concerned, okay, um, you know, so, but you're, I think there's some, I think there's some guys that are probably better suited for it. As far as general leadership, I could provide that. But yeah, I was gonna say, to be honest, you're a better brand rep. Um, oh yeah, I'll... and you're at the track more than most. Yep. Um, a lot of the guys that, you know. 
a lot of the guys that could do the job or whatever. Uh, I thought about applying and doing a Donald Trump deal and draining the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I think I yep. br- I burnt that bridge um, earlier this year. <laughs> we won't sure. get into that one though. Sure. Okay. Um. Yeah, but I I hope you get it. Um, you should throw your hat in that ring, get the hundred percent deal. Anything that's anybody that's over fifty percent does not drive under you. They answer to BT, so you won't have to deal with a little bit bigger egos. Sure. So you'll only have to deal with the fifty percent guys. So let's see. Before we get into listener questions, we're brought to you. Each and every episode by A&P Productions, Laser Engraving Divisions. Find them on Facebook at A&P Production forward slash Laser Engraving Division. Um, I got my new 12 scale chassis. I might get it. I'm going to check the flatness on everything first. Sure. And I'm going to just check everything. Um, the laser engraving will not tweak anything, but I'm going to check everything before I get it all engraved up with the, um, ran out of talent logo and whatnot. Yep. Good idea. But, um, he can do, he can engrave anything you want, any material. He's, he's done a chassis of mine. He's done a few things in the RC stuff of mine that turned out well, but he's also done a ton of stuff outside flasks um he's got these cool aluminum business cards that are about a buck a piece are really expensive but they're pretty cool but anything you want go check him out on facebook real easy guy to deal with and tell him we sent you we're already into listener questions cool uh yeah well we're recording a little later tonight so let's see here all right. Nicholas says, please remind everyone that this is a gas truck round. I already did. Um, Rob Petrick asked, any track changes for next round in the chill? Torben already answered it and says, yes, he got most of dirt moved before the rain hit, heading back out once it dries. So yep. there will be a layout change. I posted this in a bunch of places, so I'm going to have to... Ah, Steve Nelson, what a good question that I actually know an answer to. Yeah, he's he's got a good question there. Yes. Is 17.5 stock racing at the point of being regulated? There are so many expensive 17.5 choices out there to go faster. Why not run open classes? There was more modified racing 20 years ago when the cars and tires were nowhere near as good. <sighs> yeah, he brings up he brings up a good point there, which, you know, we've had some discussion about this in the past. It can really pertain to both um, both carpet and off-road. Yes. Uh, you know, especially especially if you're a more talented, skilled driver. Yep. Um you know, that's definitely where you're going to get your advantage is, is, you know, spending more money on a motor. Yeah, for sure. Here's the deal. So there will be some regulation coming to stock here real soon. 
actually this month they're going to start working on it. So basically the motor companies that want to participate, which Team Scream is going to be one, I guarantee Trinity is going to be another, Phantom will probably be one. They're all going to send in a sample motor. Yep. And the best out of those sample motors for resistance-wise is going to be the benchmark. You cannot go below that resistance. So yeah, it's not a bad plan. That will, because uh, I, I forgot. I, I mean, I forgot what resistance we used to run, but I know it was absolute garbage in comparison to what we're running now. It's like we're basically running a thirteen-five motor from three years ago. Sure. Yep. Yeah. So that's going to happen. The price is never going to come down. They got used to the hundred and fifty-dollar price tag. So the price is never going to come down. Right. That is a bummer part about it. Um, why don't more people run mod? Simple fact is everybody wants to believe they're on a plain playing field. They all want to think they're on the same playing field. But you know what? You don't have the motor or battery John Weeda does. Or on the off-road side, there are plenty of good guys out there that they're you know they're mixing it up but they're running a shitty stock motor that they'd be running away if they had the best yeah it's never a plain even playing field um if um actually you know to steve's point at least an off-road if um if the he um ran mod that would even it out more with driving skill right on road mods just not going to happen it's too much of a handful oh man mod is mod would be crazy in in carpet so i saw brian kinwald at a 2s in his uh 12 scale what the hell is that guy trying to prove (laughs) good question i mean yeah he's uh He's um, I he he's grasping for his life in this RC deal. I I don't think he's getting paid anymore. I don't know, and I'm sure he got screwed on all the branding, all the royalties. I bet he got nothing. Sure. All right. Let's see. Hesh asks, "What are your thoughts on possible of FPV racing for our cars in the future?" Um, my thought on it, and you can give your thought also if you'd like, the technology has to get better right now. Um, they've tried it with current technology and it's like, uh, it's like a seizure. It's like the colors flash back and forth. It's, it's not smooth enough, if that makes sense. Yep. And I heard it's not exactly, um, well, no, that's wrong. Um, it's, it's accurate. Like, like the, the latency between it's pretty good, but if you've ever actually watched it, it's just too much color flashing and all that other crap that's got to smoothen out first, but I think it'll happen. What do you think? 
I would imagine that the, you know, with the evolution of technology, at some point it's going to happen. Um, I've looked through those F- FPV goggles. Jared Mowry had one on, I think it was like on a VTA or something. Yeah, and I spring. almost threw up watching it. <laughs> and and that was so hard to watch. I mean, I, I couldn't even imagine doing like a 12-scale car at those speeds. I think part of that, though, was... Um, I think part of that was the crap... It's not a crappy camera. It's a technology that's out. Yep. I think that's part of it. I think if you get that smooth, like 4K real time um almost like you're playing a video game yeah so like um you know you got the hood cam on gran turismo right if you could get like that i could see it being a viable solution yep yeah I, i i just don't think the technology is there yet i do think that it's a possibility down the road the technology Uh, will get there you know uh, for those who get motion sickness, you better start taking some Dramamine. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, that's true because the old way, the, the way we're racing now, will no longer be good because you cannot cut the same lines. No. Um. So, yeah, it, it'll be a video game. Right. Um. Conrad asks a loaded question. What do you prefer, on-road or off-road? I prefer nitro off-road to everything, but cost-wise, I do prefer on-road. Even though it's 40 bucks for every club race, it's still cheaper than off-road. Yep. Because you're still going to go through two full sets of tires, basically, if you cut them down to the right size in a club race. Right. Um, but I do like the cost of on-road better. Um, you know, honestly, taking that year off, I, I can't, I mean, I love nitro off-road 10 scale, nothing does it for me in 10 scale right now. I'm sure I'll come back around on that. I'm sure something will get me excited about 10 scale racing again, but right now nothing is doing it for me. Yeah. So, uh, what do you like better on or off-road? You know, I have to say I like off-road better. Um, I find off-road to be a lot more work. You know, there's a lot more cleaning, a lot more repair, um, et cetera. Yeah. However, it seems my skill set is more in line with carpet. Yeah. Uh, carpet is easier to, to drive if you if your car is straightened out. Yep. That is... Your car, your car's got to be right on. Yeah. But to be fair, there's, there's no there's no margin for error. Yeah, but to be fair to people thinking about on road, it's not hard to do. No, just you know, kingpins lubed up, fresh tube lube. Make sure uh, there's no bind in the pivot ball. Make sure your tweak set, twenty twenty five minutes of work in between each round, you're good to go. Yep, it's got to be hard. on it. Yeah, it's not hard to do. Um, let's see, John Weeda, how many people? will move over to Associated because of Shane. He said, here's a list so far. Chris Bangle, Kevin Van Ert for Off-Road, myself, Nick Lovato, and he says the list goes on like Ross Judnick and Gary Pana. 
To be fair, I mean, I did, I did get it because there will be support, but I got it because it's everybody's on the CRC bandwagon. Yep. Yeah, I, I personally, I'd like to see some diversity out there. You know, as far as chassis are concerned, for sure. You know, by far, you know, the CRC has has been dominant. Um, you know, it's it's easy to you know, to pick those guys' brains, you know, John, Kevin, two, you know, two great guys as far as helping with car setup. Yep. And so it's easy. You know, it's it's easy to pick up a CRC, put it together, ask some questions, go out and run. Um, You know, and that's, honestly, that's quite, you know, where quite a bit of my success came from is, you know, working hard on the car and um, figuring out how to good drive lines with it. Yeah. Um, but divert, you know, diversity of chassis is good. Oh, it is. It is. Um, I kind of wonder how pissed off the CRC guys were when that car came out this week. It's the WC with the new lower pod. It does. I I've okay. Their aluminum chassis isn't even theirs. It's CRC Japan. Yep. Um, and there might be another graphite chassis down the pipe for the CRC car, but I, who knows? Yeah, from from what I've heard, <clears throat> excuse me, it's uh, it's the new pod. Yeah, uh, it's a stiffer carbon, and it ha- it also has a um, a floating servo mount like the associated car. Okay. Well, at least you can run a diversity of servos with it. Yep. Sounds like that one's set up for both a micro and a mini. Yep, yep. I had to buy a mini for the associated. The micro does not work with the associated. Correct. Yeah, the whole spacing for mounting the servo is set up for a mini. Um, yeah. It, it's them trying to keep that two hundred dollar price tag. It's a little frustrating. So. Right. All right, let's see. What else do we got here? Um, J.R. Hamilton, what's the wind of motor for Stock TC this winter? That's a good question, and there's probably about 20 guys wondering that. Um, I've heard Roar is going to say 21.5. Yep. That's what I've heard. I don't know how accurate that is. Um, so we'll see, um, if it is 21.5, say goodbye to your USGT class. It's done. It's over. Right. What do you think? You think it'll be 21.5 or you think they'll hang? hang... No, I've heard the same things. You know, it sounds like they're leaning towards that 21.5 as being the stock motor. And I do agree, you know, USGT... Uh, that leaves that leaves no spot for that class. Yep, yep. All right, Scott Schultz. Why are hotels so damn expensive in Duluth? <laughs> because it's Duluth. You gotta stay in Superior. Right. Yeah. Just a quick drive across the bridge is probably yeah. worth forty bucks. Yeah. Or do as I said and get an Airbnb. I I don't know how many times I've said this. You're going to pay the same amount as a hotel, but you get the whole house. Yeah. Just you get know, an Airbnb. 
The other piece there is you can't stay in Canal Park. You what? You, you can't stay in Canal Park at those hotels. Oh God, no. You know that's where you know that's where your expensive room comes in, into play. Yep, yep. So, it's always um, the Motel Six by the Duluth Grills, a hundred dollars a night. Ouch. Yeah, and and it's a dump. It it's a effing dump. <laughs> it is a Motel Six. Yeah. Motel uh, Six Super Eight. Yeah, a little sketch there. Yeah. Craig Kruger. Turf or dirt for tenth scale off road. Well, my opinion on this one. If it's not black, it's either got to be black dirt, or it's got to be turf or carpet because there's still just too much grip and clay. Yep. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's got to be black dirt or turf and carpet. And it seems like everything, even on the outdoor a little bit, is moving towards turf and carpet. Just, I think we've talked about this a million times. It's yep. just easier to maintain. It's easier to move into a rental spot, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I know Craig's Agreed. been having fun on the turf. So. Yep. I don't know. What do you think? Turf or dirt? You know, my preference is dirt. Um, oh, it that... is a lot more work. You know, I, I get I get all the points of turf. It's clean. You don't have to rip your car apart, blow it off, use Simple Green, WD-40. You just got to get know, the fibers out of your axles. <laughs> get, get, yeah, get your fibers, you know, get, get the fibers out and, and keep going. You know, so I, I get it. Uh, regardless of the fact it seems easier on the maintenance side of things, I like dirt. I like dirt too, but I like I like dirt in 10 scale when there's not a ton of grip. Um, I like it when... I like it when um, I could break the back end loose, um, a pin tire instead of a bar tire. And yep. if you're running a pin tire, um, the sauce becomes basically useless. Sure. That That's what I've always thought, because clay, too much grip. You're running slicks or bar tires, traction rolling. You might as well run carpet or astroturf um and just go all the way right that being said though um i would love i mean i do love going down to omaha and racing down there and there's a ton of grip in that place but that's a scale nitro now next winter starting actually starting next month in october every saturday I don't know if this is going to be a permanent change or if they're going to change it back and forth for on-road racing, but in their on-road spot at the Hobbyplex will be a carpet off-road track. So they might okay. be totally done with on-road. Or, because if they do try to keep off-road, they need the brand new carpet. Sure, yep. So... I don't know. I just thought that was kind of neat. Um, Chad, 
Aushio, or audio, A-U-T-I-O. What class would you suggest for a 40-something former racer from back in the day? Also, what would you start an 8-year-old in? We have two-wheel 10-scale buggy and an SCT. Well, being a dad myself, it doesn't really matter what you want. It matters what the kid wants. So ask the kid what he wants to run, the buggy or the truck, and you run the leftovers, I think. I don't know. Right. Well, with 10-scale right. stuff at least. I mean, don't give the kid a nitro buggy. Um, right. When I was that age, we had a big novice class. And... Um, a big stock buggy class also around the same same skill set. And like we talked about earlier today, everyone's running stock, and it's pretty damn intimidating for a little kid to jump in there with that group of sharks. So if there's any kind of novice class, or maybe throw him in whatever he can kind of keep up in, the, the son, the 8-year-old kid, you don't want to crush right. his confidence right out, out the bat. Right off the bat, I yep. think. Um, I I think he might be racing in St. Peter. Okay. I'm not sure, though. Uh, what do you think? You know, honestly, I, I guess it kind of depends on where he's running. You know, um, are these the two classes he's looking to run? Um, you know, novice, novice is, a, is a great way to get back into it. You know, kind of see where you stack up. Um, you know, is, is the eight year old having fun with it? You know, do you want to put more time into it, et cetera? Um, you know, if he's racing in St. Peter, I don't know what kind of a following is down there. If they've got a novice class, I'm you know, not is sure. it MMR? I know, you know, the name doesn't sound familiar. So, you know, definitely not running up in Duluth. Duluth has a novice class, yeah. but novice is always a great spot to start. Oh, for sure. If, um, if tra- it's available. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Um, tracks don't... I've noticed that lately. Uh, you guys do, but a lot of tracks need to put way, a lot more emphasis in the sportsman and the novice classes. They have to promote it. Right. Get it. Right. Those are your future racers. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Um I would say novice with that one. I don't know. Let's see. What else do we got? Sorry, I'm getting a PM. Um, Jeff Choban. Are there too many classes? How would you consolidate them? Specifically wondering why we have so many touring car classes. Well, we just spoke of one way to consolidate them. Make stock 21.5 and get rid of USGT. There's one class gone. Yes, but I do think there are too many classes. There's no need for three 12 scale classes. There's no need for three touring car classes. And then there's F1. And then there's WGTR. And then there's some fools still trying to hold on to the WGT class, which is long dead for like two years, but they're still trying to hang on to that stupid thing. <laughs> people need a Primar- primarily our club yeah but p- 
people need to realize when you're running an extra class with a couple people in there barely hanging on, you are adding, let's say your club, let's say a Thursday night. So two heats in a main, you two or three people running that class, you're adding 30 minutes onto the race program. Right. You are screwing everybody else over. You're not going to regrow that class. It's over. Stop it. Yeah. Yep. Seriously. If you like mini Cooper is like forever. There are like two or three people trying to keep that pile of garbage going. Just stop it. You're, you're wasting everybody's time. Yeah. Yep. But agreed. You know, like with our with our GT phone class, yep, we'll have we'll have eight to nine guys on a Thursday night. Well, that's fine if you have eight to nine yep. guys. I'm just talking exactly. if you have two to three. Yep, any any class that's running two to three, you know, we we typically won't even run two cars. Yeah, um, you know, if we've got two novice, you know, we try and combine it with something else that maybe has, you know, a low turnout or something. Um, but I yeah, I mean three. Three vehicles, you know, for example, spec truck. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's another you know, class uh, that's been hanging on to, and it's a, de- they haven't made that chassis in 15 years. Right, right. Which, you know, which then it's hard for a newcomer to, to come to the club and say, hey, well, that looks kind of cool. I want to run that. Well, sorry, you can't get any parts. For sure. And I, I love the concept of that class too. I do. The handout motor deal is awesome the the gearing all that stuff maybe update the chassis and it might come back yeah i don't i don't think that's going to happen you know for our club we're really going to be pushing wgtr good Uh, you know it's a it's a great entry level class uh a pan car chassis is is fairly simple in comparison to a touring car yep tires buy them once you know, one one set for the season, most likely. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a single cell seventeen five. Yeah, it's twelve scale power plant. Right. You don't. And again, I don't mean to, you know, brown nose to Omaha, but some of the best racing, some of the deepest racing I've ever been a part of was last winter during the techno series, the A scale techno series, when there were four classes. That's yep. it. Yep. Yeah, it's you know, I, I know we had the discussion earlier in the year, um, with the MNRC, you know, do we add some forty plus classes or do we no, have this? Do we have absolutely that? not. <laughs> and, and you know, I say no, you know, at, at forty one years old, um I'll never have the skill of, of Seth Van Dalen, Kyle Holmberg, you know, et cetera. But I still want to run against the best. Oh, so for sure. Even if it's a best class, I'm not running it. I'm running open. I got you. I got you. Yeah, no, everybody wants their little chance to win. And it all it does is dilute yourself. When you want a special class, when you want the class itself, because whatever, your, your number one thought is you're thinking, hey, I could win this. And all you're doing is deluding yourself. You're not helping yourself right. at all. Right. I mean, yeah, I was talking about making the B main, 
in the Nitro series, and everybody's like, B main, who gives a F? Well, <laughs> there was a deep D main. Right. Um, and I ain't drive well. And it's like I'm sitting there thinking, and it gives me motivation. Well, if I would have driven better, I would have made the A. But it does not give me motivation to be like, hey, maybe if we split this up, hey, this B main turns into an A main. Right. It's it's just a waste of everybody's time, I think. Yeah, agreed. So let me double see if we got any more. Um, I posted in one more spot. Midwest. Let's see if anybody had any questions under the Midwest. I don't think they did. Um, well, a lot of people sell uh, it as just a gas truck one. So, anyways, uh, do you got anything else? Are you um, stocked up on Proline tires to sell at the next round in Duluth? I do not have tires for sale. Um, I'll have I'll have some personal stuff that that I'll sell. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Uh, but yeah, I don't have a stock to sell. Okay, was that a one-time deal then? No, I think I think moving into next year I'll do it again. Um, right now I've just I've just been too busy to to put extra time into uh, getting that stuff coming on time. I got you. I got you. Well, let's see here. I'm watching this. I'm watching my volume, my mic volume go up and down on this little slider, and it's pissing me off. I'm gonna figure out how to set that once and for all. Because I'm watching, it's just going up and down, and that's where the volume loop's coming from. So I figured it out. Now I got to see if I can figure out how to fix it for next time. Yep. So, yeah, we've been going for almost 50 minutes. How about we call this one because it's uh, getting late at night. Sounds great. All right. Well, this is Joe and Shane, and uh, you've ran out of talent. We'll... See you next time.